Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. I'm Nick. And I'm Seamus. Like scary movies. Uh Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? Before we get into tonight's episode, we want to remind all of those listening on Apple Podcasts to drop us a five-star review. It helps us grow as a podcast and build our audience. If you're listening on Spotify or any other platform, follow us, and don't forget to share with friends and family who might have a little bit of the strange in them as well. And while you're on those socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, be sure to find us, Fear and Beer Pod. Give us a like, share, and you can always message us. We'd love to interact with all you guys. What day is it? Today is, I gotta pull it up. Today is, today is, today is Thursday, September 1st, which means one day left for Halloween Hearts. On a roll. Tomorrow, you will be in the fog and everything will be all right. The lights will be gleaming. The scares will be there. Yup. Pumpkin Lord will be there. I won't be there. It stays. The bugs will be there. But I'll be there. The bugs will be there. At some point. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the bugs. The bugs, the bugs, the bugs. So today, we are going to give you our hype lists for scare zones and shows combined. So we just put them together, one through seven. I'm curious to see where we land on these things, see how um, see how close or far apart we may be. I think mine is a little bit different, we'll, we'll maybe? Clo- we'll, we'll be closer than, than I think we, we think. I think. <laughs> I think you think we think. Yeah, I think you think we think we think. But yeah, so we're going to go into those today. Um, so we are almost at the end of our marathon week. Tomorrow is our last episode of this one week until Horror Nights. So thanks for thanks for uh, listening along and sticking with us because this was uh, I had a lot of fun putting these episodes together and putting them out. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. I hope it gave you something to do during the week. And we're almost there. So let's get into the beer that we are going to be drinking tonight. So tonight I have... Fire Hog Red Lager from Hop Life Brewing Company. I actually picked this up for our Hot Takes episode because I figured, you know, Fire Red, Hot Takes makes sense. But I ended up just not tapping into that night because we recorded them at a different time. But I figured I wanted to get this out there and uh, just drink it anyways and see what we're working with. A little 5.2 ABV. And they say it's well, by a, this point they've listened to our hot takes episode. Yeah, so unless many, we lost the listeners. I was say, how many how many listeners are still here listening to us after, after that, that episode? episode. Oh boy, that would that ruffled some feathers, I'm sure. But they're um, just gonna hate listen to us now, which is even better. <laughs> hey, either works, either works. But that's what I'm getting into. And then you're tapping into one that I uh, had. Yeah, I'm I knew you'd into like one it. That I think you had on a previous episode because there was I was cleansing, <laughs> as they like to say. Even though I really wasn't, but unintentionally cleansing. Uh, this is Fog Monster. It's a New England Ice Style IPA by Rusty Earl Brewing. Um, don't want to go into too much depth because we already kind of went into it in a previous episode. But they're out of Mifflinburg, Pennsylvania. Um, probably, I mean, I think you were saying it's pretty much a standard New England style mm-hmm. IPA. So it's probably going to be a bit hazy, a little bit fruity. And I'm excited. Plus, it's called Fog Monster. So probably the most relevant beer we've ever that had. I, did, I saw it and I was like, I need to get it. 
I, I I mean, I don't even have to try to tie this one in. That one just works for anything, really. Unless so. we're going to be in the fog in 24 hours. Right. Technically. Well, as the time you're hearing this, it'll be 24 hours and we'll be in the fog. We should be able to be. All right, let's crack these open. Celebrate the ending of the HHN offseason just about wrapping up. Oof. Man, I get way too much head. The British would yell at me. <laughs> or the Irish or whoever. Alright, pop that right there. Put that bad boy up front and center. Ooh, smells... I mean, it smells normal. <laughs> it smells like yingling a little so that bit. Isn't you the know? one you had on the on, on the episode for the hot takes? No, I th I think I was, I think I might have still had that one left over, but this is the one oh, I, I intentionally you know I think got it's it. Right? Yeah, because um, through the magic of the internet, Nick was still drinking the same beer yes. as the previous episode. Yeah. So. Which you can't see. We didn't do video for that yeah, one. Yeah, we so. didn't have any video, but you can hear it. You can hear, you can hear it. it. Tune on in. All right. I mean, so most people are just gonna put this on and listen to it anyways. I'm but. gonna dive into this beer see what we're working with. I get so much head on this. Very nutty. I like these. I don't drink red ales a lot. Or red lagers. Sorry. Well. I like them. It's unique. I don't drink a lot of lagers in general. Yeah, well, typically a, uh, when you consider a, an amber beer or a red beer, it's an ale, not a lager. So mm -hmm. uh, it's interesting. I've never heard of a red lager. But, well, I don't want to say I've never heard of it. I'm sure I have heard of it, but. You know, between all of the various beers that I've had over the last five or six years since I got into this whole craft beer thing, um, I haven't come across too many red lagers, if that makes any sense. But I'm sure it's similar to a red ale. I think the difference is, is that might be slightly. I don't think of the difference between like, I mean, because lagers and ales, I mean, they're pretty much. I don't want to say they're the exact same thing because beer snobs will f scream at me because they're not. They're not the same thing. But. Um, a lager and an ale, I mean, for most people, I'm sure that the difference is negligible. So I'm sure it's pretty much like a red, like a standard amber ale or red ale. Like yeah. a Smittix, which is, is, is like a Similar. macro version of yep. something like that. So um, sounds sounds like it'd be, it'd be pretty good. So mm -hmm. this one, again, I think just like you said in the other episode, pretty standard New England IPA. It's good. It's a not as um, citrus heavy as I expected, but it's not bad. Very I, neutral. I yeah, I don't hate it. Super hazy, and if you're a haze boy like me, then just, you'll you'll like this. All right, so let's get into these. Do you want to? So we'll we'll start at seven. We'll just go seven work, down, and we'll work our way up to our number one most hyped. I think our seven's probably gonna match. Hmm. You think so? Want me to go first? Yeah. Yeah. All right. My seven's ghoulish. Okay, mine seventh is ghoulish. Right, okay, because yeah, so I, I, I remember when we were talking about it, I, I felt like you had a little bit more. I mean, I'm. Ex I, don't get me wrong. It, it so, was tough to make this list. Right. Nothing is so. I guess we probably should preface this, these episodes. If you haven't listened to a hype episode before, which if you're newer to the to the podcast and you didn't listen to it last year, um, our hype lists don't necessarily mean our bottom is something we truly don't like or aren't excited about. It's just we're not as hyped about that one. Yeah. So this one, because it's seven, there's not a lot to go on, and it's, and it's scare zones and shows, to be honest yeah. with you. So the list is a little bit tighter. Um, it wasn't hard for me to put this one at the bottom, but it's only because... Like we had stated on the previous episode where we talked about the releases of things, um, and we were talking about this a little bit, I think I agreed with you that the the what, Lagoon shows haven't really wowed me in it's, the, two, yeah, in the no. two events that I've gone to, um, and it's partially just basically because it's a Lagoon show. It's not that I don't think they put a, a lot of work into it, or that it is that, that it's genuinely a bad um, experience. It's just... 
not something I'm into as much. I don't like standing there and watching water dance for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. It's, this is an aspect to it that's really technical and cool. And the projection mapping stuff is really, really awesome. So if you're into that type of thing, you're going to love this probably. Um, I'm just not super hyped on it because last year I was not – I wasn't – in. I wasn't excited about last year's Lagoon show at all. No, I wasn't it's super excited about it. I didn't really like it the few times we sat and watched it. Um, I feel like I felt like last year for me, I would have rather spent the thirty minutes waiting in line for a house or just getting yeah. a beer and kind of hanging out. Uh, I feel like I didn't need to take the time to sit mm-hmm. there and watch it. So that's why I put this at seven. Yeah, I think it might be better than last year's, but it's still not something I'm super hyped up about. Yeah, no, I, I'm in the same boat as you. Um, the Lagoon shows are, are, are fun. Um, I am a little bit more excited of this one than a potential another Marathon of Mayhem because it seems like this is going to be like its own thing. It's going to like tell a, a, a Halloween tale. So it maybe there'll be a story aspect to it versus the Marathon of Mayhems were pretty much just like, hey, look at these cool pictures of the IPs we have this year. Yeah, and, and I think, I don't know if we mentioned it on, that, on the episode when we talked about all the releases. I mean, it, partially last year could be because of the fact that they didn't have as much time to put something together. Yeah. And maybe... They wanted to do more with it, but because when you think about Marathon of Mayhem, it doesn't make, it doesn't speak to me as, hey, this is just a bunch of IPs, like you mm-hmm. said. But I think that maybe they just needed something to take up the space. Yeah. So they threw something together with a, some pack video package. And it's a people eater. They put together. Just, yeah. just put something out there to, to, just to try to exactly, develop, just to, to spread pull it some out. People over and, and try to cut the times down. Yeah. Um, so this year, with a little bit more time, maybe they've just been able to put a, together a better story. Yeah, I'm hoping. And then I, I would really like to see an actual interactive story, not just exactly yeah, pictures and images there. and Jack the Clown laughing. And that's 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 all good and well, fun, I, but that's about it. Bonus hot take on a not hot take episode. I don't think you're going to see Jack at all this year. I don't oh think, no, I don't think we're going to see many icons I don't, whatsoever. I don't think any icons will appear unless the the hell black horror but i other than that i really don't i, I overall this the atmosphere and yeah. the houses don't I need mean, it unless they're coronating pumpkin king mm-hmm. and he happens to show up to like coronate pumpkin yeah. king as a new icon i think outside of that we're not gonna see no i don't think so either all right so then let's jump into six i'll, I'll go with six um my sixth is conjure the dark okay so i'm different than you okay not crazy different but yeah different. all right so I, I picked that one just because the again it, this one was a tough i mean this and the houses are tough you could honestly flip a lot of these for me like one to two spots and i'd be still fine with it and say that that's that lines up with what i'm excited for um i think you know spoiler alert i think um i obviously rank i think the uh, uh spirits of the coven higher on my list than i rank this the conjure the dark just because i like i do like the witch aspect of it and that has a fun little thing this one i'm just not so sure about the the san francisco scare zone area you know rob zombie was fun uh but last year was kind of a little bit of a down it's just such a clusterfuck constantly um and i hope that they find a way to break that but until i am proven that i will just go enjoy my time in the other scare zones a little bit more because with a lineup like this, these are all seemingly winners, um, but they some speak to me a little bit more than others, obviously. So that one is just it's just kind of there. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm very curious about it. The set design looks amazing. Um, it looks like they're going to do some little stagey aspect um, to it, but we'll uh, we'll see. And that's 
that'll really I think tell if it um, steps it up or not is if that sh- if they do like a little showy thing and if it's done well enough so that way there's not you're not like pushing through elbows worth of like general admission concert goers just to, to make it from one spot to the next. Yeah. Uh, and we know for like, I mean, again, we're going based on where they're setting stuff up in the park because mm-hmm. they haven't like announced outright. Where no, the but zones yeah, are, but that's kind of where they're, that's where up. we're, yeah. See, so that's how much I've, I know I haven't <laughs> been there in a while. I haven't been there since they started putting, I, up, so I haven't, I, a couple weeks. I had wanted to go when they started putting some stuff up. Uh, but then with work and everything got closer and closer and I'm like now I'm at the point I don't even want to go and see any of it in person yeah, until the event like because yeah. then I want to see it the way it was meant to be you know with fog with the lights you know the sun down that's the way it was meant to be seen and it's just yeah. I, I'm so close at this point where I don't have any interest in going and not that I I would spoil it for myself because I've seen pictures and stuff and that's fine but I think seeing it in person the way it's supposed to be is like i just i can't wait for that yeah I that think, feeling i think tomorrow i think the first time i want to see it all done up is when it's open mm-hmm. i don't want to see it all covered up and kind of like hidden yeah outside of the event so i kind of want to see it for the first time like that and then you know when i go to the park during the day it doesn't it's not as jarring i guess is it's kind of a how i put it but <clears throat> so my six is actually going to be uh graveyard uh, deadly unrest okay and again it's not because i think it's gonna be bad just want to preface that i just uh, graveyard deadly unrest it just to me it screams zombies yep i've said before in the past i don't i'm done with zombies yeah like i'm done with zombies like zombies don't excite me anymore i don't watch zombie stuff for the most part uh i think i i blame walking dead for that i think i got so zombied out after watching like eight straight seasons of walking dead on netflix it'll do it to you um that I'm just done with zombies. And again, I don't think that they do a particularly bad job with them. Zombieland was a fun scare zone, but mm-hmm. again, it's zombies. Again, it was zombies and it was super open and it was just a bunch of people with blood just in their walking face around. And, and cars from the movie. And I think the cool thing about that scare is that scare zone specifically was the set pieces. Yeah. Like them doing like the, the, little... the clown with the hammer yeah. and, and, um, zombie kill of the night or yeah, kill of the day or whatever night, it was and, and woody woody harrelson's character in the in the little ticket booth or the whatever the booth that thing is with the yeah. shotguns and stuff like that stuff was cool and that made that better um definitely elevated it saved it a little bit zombies are just they're just boring yeah zombies are boring characters and i know that some people don't agree with that but i just think that they are and to me i know this hasn't been confirmed to be a zombie scare zone but again like i'll say it again graveyard deadly unrest it's pretty obvious that it's gonna be i'm thinking undead yeah i mean there was a lot of rumors originally so like on the speculation map this was something about with vampires that, well that's what i thought so i'm hoping we yeah, get and, vampires and, and, and i would I, much prefer that exactly and this is why this is a hype list so like i could be completely proven wrong and maybe it is not zombies and i'll like it a lot more we're basing it yeah um, we're basing it off what we think i will say this the two events that i have gone to in the past 19 and 20 uh, well, 2019 and 2021 now i have probably disliked that area that scare zone the most Mm -hmm. in that area where um it's so big that it's not as utilized so well i I didn't like i I mean i I didn't hate vanity ball just wasn't super wowed by it yeah and last year's hacks eddie's yeah eddie's action or whatever the hell lights lights, camera action eddie's revenge it just didn't do anything for me and i think part of that was because i didn't get to experience any of those yeah those were characters that so it meant nothing i mean i thought they looked cool 
But again, I'm already I already have an issue with unrepentant chainsaws. <laughs> so like just another place with chainsaws didn't wow me. But I don't want to say that that area itself doesn't lend itself to a good scare zone. I think that they do enough do good enough job making it to be a scare zone. I just it's not a good track record so far. For yeah, me anyway, I mean so it's. I feel like it's a little bit tougher because there's not as much of a funnel to decorate. You know, when you walk in the Plaza of the Stars, you know, you get the big, uh, like, uh, dome piece, not dome piece, but, like, you can build up the truss and hang stuff and, like, really funnel people through. Um, You know, New York is obviously very big, but it's it's, that's your kind of stage area, so that's the aesthetic over there. San Francisco has its problems, we know that. But Central Park, you have the whole landscape of the trees to work with. And then once you get over there to Hollywood, it's just kind of like another open street. And you right. can't really funnel people in. It's more of a free-for-all zone. So it's just unless you really get the zone like catered to that fact, it's just it does fall a little bit flat. Yeah, I mean, obviously the the wooded area kind of has an unfair advantage. Yeah. When it comes to scare zones because it's just it's just so well built for it. Mm-hmm. It's so well. It just naturally lends itself to to a scare zone, whereas the other ones like you fight said, for just it. Big wide open spaces, so it's like you really have to do a lot of work to make it feel enclosed. And yeah. Feel um, claustrophobic, and obviously you don't want to make people feel like they can't get around or can't get out of the park without having to get rid of like so you can walk on the outside of everything, and for the most part, you can yeah. avoid the scare zone itself. Um, so obviously that part of that scare zone is nice. Like when you're just trying to leave yeah. you're good at the end of the night, you just want to get out of there. Just you can beeline it right there on the side, either side and just beeline out of yep. the park. That's nice, but that really doesn't speak to the, to the scare zone itself. Yeah, so. no. At the end of the day, if it's zombies, not going to be super excited about it. Would have saw it coming a mile away. Yeah. And that's why I'm not particularly hyped about mm-hmm. this particular scare zone. Yeah. So you're five. My five is, Conjure the Dark. Okay. Um, don't really have to go too much more into that. Um, like you said, in the area that it's in, it has to do, it has to really do a good job of utilizing the space, and to and to effectively limit the bottleneck as much as it can. Yeah. For it to be good. Uh, as far as the scare zone itself, the the topic of it, from what it sounds like, is it talking about sorcerers and this sort of thing like i'm not really big into the dungeon and dragons type stuff yeah like i like fantasy for the most part but it's like there's like witches and there's like that sorcery witchcraft well, right what i what i think of when i think sorcery i think like i said dungeons and merlin dragons, merlin um knights of the round table that yeah. sort of thing and i know it's not necessarily that um i'm not a big magic witchy guy to be honest with you like i have the unpopular opinion of not liking um What's that movie, The Three Witches? Oh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. I, I, I honestly hate that movie. So don't <laughs> at me, but I don't like Hocus Pocus. It's not on the top of my list. Not not a movie I, I, I scramble to watch. Was it Sarah Jessica Parker? Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler, and I forget the other. They got the second movie. one coming out that I feel like I has been rumored for 20 and, years. And well, it has been, and all three of them are back. So I'm sure it's exciting for all you guys, and I'm glad you guys are fans of it. Um, but please don't yell at me when you see me. That I, I just don't like it. Um, either way, not a big not, not big into to it but they could wow me with this i'm really kind of going into this one blind really having no idea what they're going to do with it it could be really good um the problem is is that i experienced the rob zombie scares on there and that's already pretty high on my list yeah and it's going to be hard to top that in my own personal favorite yeah. type thing 
Um, so then over to my five, which is something we just talked about as well. So mine is Graveyard Deadly Unrest. I think it would be that different. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for it. I have seen the set pieces. They do look really cool. Um, and the unknown is what keeps it in that lower half of my list. Um, really hoping for vampires. I would prefer it to uh, vampires. I would expect maybe a mixture of both or... I, I really just hope it's not just zombies walking around. Well, that's, like, and, you know, that's, and I don't yeah. think it will be. I'm going to lean towards more on the... the I, I think it might be more uh, vampires. Maybe it's just optimistic hope so. hoping, but I... I hope so. I, that was just because it was rumored. That's why I am leaning towards that way. I'll, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt because they nailed everything else on this yeah, map pretty t- good. So They tend to get the, the, the <clears throat> guesses right. So yeah. Hopefully it will be. But. So we'll go with that. So this one, I think... We might be swapped around a little bit. So my number four, Horrors of Halloween. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know we're way off on that one. I have that at number four. Not to give away where... I know it's the entrance. I know Lil Boo's hanging around there. I know... Which we do love. We do love Lil Boo. She'll be Even though after our Hot Takes episode, you might think I don't, but... Lil Boo is, they'll be in the... They're in the zone. Sweet one. They are hung up there already. People have already found found it, and then they're taking pictures. Um, You know, it seems like that's where Pumpkin Lord's going to be kind of setting up his headquarters. Mm -hmm. That's the entrance of the the event. Um, You know, the lighting there is always super, super cool. Um, It's a great way to start the event, especially if if it's, you know, Pumpkin Lord taking over and him doing a whole spiel and doing his, his whole, I am Halloween. I think it's just going to be, yeah. And I don't want to, I'll, I'll save some of my thoughts till when we get to where I have it on my list, but yeah, I'm excited. I mean, top four is a, is a well, I mean again clusterfuck. Yeah, this list is not like this is no definitive mm. <laughs> definitive answer. Um, no, not by any not by any stretch of the imagination. Person, so we're, we have our own lists, obviously. So. Yeah. So we're at four. My four is going to be Sweet Revenge. Ooh, okay. Um, not again. Not that I don't think it's going to be good. It's right in the right in the middle, right in the middle of my list. Yep. The sweet um, spot, some would say. I am excited for this. It's just the three above it are just. I'm just that more that yep. much more hyped about it. So I am really I really like I dig the idea yep. of a messed up candy factory. Yep. Um oh, do we know if this is gonna be where and this is This is New where York. New York is. This is in New York. So yep. they have the big they have the big big They got space. everything to work so with. So they have to go all out with this. To there's make a it lot worth it. there's a lot of really cool props and stuff out already. All right, good. Because the thing the problem with last year, Search and Destroy, loved the idea, felt really bland. Like there wasn't a lot going on. Yeah. Like I thought the I thought the the, the build things that they had, like the things with the bodies and the yeah. pipes and everything, it looked really cool, but I felt empty. Yeah. Seek and destroy really, was a little really empty, it felt half and dull. half. Um the scare actor costumes looked really like 1970s like space movie. I, I felt like it it teetered too much on the line. Like if you yeah. wanted to make it like you know cheap, laughable 70s sci-fi, go super cheap, laughable sci-fi. Right. Not make, like try to keep it, it modern. Right. Don't try to make it like. Don't try to be super serious with it at that point. And again, I, I did not that I disliked Search and Destroy. I just wasn't super into it. So um, so what they need to do with this, with Sweet Revenge, it has to go balls to the walls. It has to be a whole bunch of just shit. Insanity. I want the scare actors to look crazy. Um, and you know, I want there to be good set pieces. Yeah. Um, that's the per- there are that is the perfect scare zone. I think for you're gonna like pieces. this one so a lot. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm that I'll that I'll hoping that that I'll enjoy this. So yeah. even though it's at four. I just I I'm hyped for the other th- the, the remaining three so mm-hmm. right. much more than than this one yeah all right so then your number three you want to go my three my three is scarecrow 
Scarecrow the Reaping. Okay. Oh no, sorry. That's that was the house uh, from Scarecrow. Uh, Scarecrow yeah, cursed, soil cursed soil is the, yeah, yeah, is the name. Yeah, yeah. So that is also my three. Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, I'm really excited. Um, we talked previously about how I think what I had seen or heard is that you're going to be almost treated as like a mini house. You know, you're walking through an actual like barn. Um, they're gonna I mean, do... It's not confirmed, but I, that's just what I, I saw or heard. Yeah, at some and it point. Is, I mean, it doesn't have to be like full on house type scares, mm-hmm. but they have to. I really feel like they have to. They have to evolve the scare zones a little bit. There has to be more to. Yeah, the what's scare next? Zones because although scare zones are fun, they don't really give you a ton of reason to spend any time. Yeah, no. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, like. The Rob Zombie one was the only one I think in the two events that party. I went to where I wanted to hang out and stay in it because, like you said, yeah, it's very party atmosphere. And I'm not saying that it has to be party atmosphere. No, but it has to draw me. But there, there has to be some reason for me to, to want, want to, to go stay. back to it yep. or to want to hang out in it for a little bit longer. Because the because the, the thing about scare zones, the great opportunity they have with scare zones is that unlike a house, you can actually stop and enjoy the yeah. the atmosphere. Where the house, you're. On a busy night, push through, push you're, through, push you're through. You're shoved through. Like, yep. like, if you're following me in a house, you're gonna get mad because I I will intentionally try to hold the group I like back to, a little I want to take my time. Yeah. And it pisses off the 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 guides in the house. Yeah. I'm sorry, Universal. Like, if you're listening to us and you work for them and you're a guide, I don't mean to do it to be mean to you or I don't do it to be disruptive. But I just I need I need there to be a break so I can have some time to check everything out. In the house. Yeah, I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting five minutes, but I'm. I'm, I might walk a little exactly. bit slower because yeah, I, I want to look at I want to appreciate all the work. Appreciate it, and like it always seems that we always end up getting the tail end of the scares. Yeah, it just always seems they pop to work out, out right out in front, way. and you're like, ah, damn it! Well, um, there, there's the boo hole. Considering that I'm usually pushed to the lead of mm-hmm. the group, so I just intentionally especially when we get to bug house. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna shit my pants. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But yeah, um, so yeah, I, again to go back to what I was saying, I just think the scares just need to be there needs to be more. Yeah. Because it, it, that opportunity to, to really allow people to kind of to enjoy the scare zone. And we'll get to a little bit more in depth why I feel that way with another one on this list. Um, we get to it. Obviously, we know which one that is. But mm-hmm. um, it just there needs to be more to it. So I'm hoping that you're right. I'm hoping yeah. that the, the things we've heard that, yeah, this is a, a hybrid. More of like a hybrid house scare zone. Because you i want i just want i want to see more plus i never got to do scarecrow the reaping so yeah. i didn't get to do the house 27 so this is like the next best thing and obviously i got to i got a i got a little bit of it with um with uh wicked growth wicked growth yeah. last year so you know let's hope this is pretty good plus yeah. it, it's nice that they're going to tie it in a little bit more they're going to tie that lore back in together. it's fun i do like when they you know much like dead man's pier where it's like it's doing the opposite you know scare zone to a house versus house to a scare zone but it's fun when they have a successful uh original so much so that they want to continue that lore and replay in that little playground yeah. that they made and well, they get to nice bring, like, bring the old toys back out yeah you, you i mean what's cool about it is think of it kind of like a marvel universe like they have their own hgn universe so mm-hmm. to be able to take some of the original lore they had or some of the older lore they've had and bring in new characters and, and combine the two um, and really give Pumpkin Lord a backstory, I yeah. think is cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, so then we'll go to my number two. Uh, my number two is Sweet Revenge. Okay. My most hyped of the scare zones, um, just because... So from twos and ones are flipped. A little flipped, all right. I think, well, I think a little bit. So, continue, I'm sorry, continue. I didn't mean to yeah, <laughs> so just from what I've seen, the atmosphere looks really cool. It's like that small, towny, you know, farm Halloween 
festival. It's it's much like something where we grew up in those small towns where every little holiday they seem to have you know something in the town square or the central park or something like that. Um, it, it's it's more definitely about the props I've seen and the overall atmosphere uh, atmosphere not smear um, than it is the idea of like these weird candy mutant people which I think will allow them to do these like ridiculously insane costumes. But I just, I love the major sweets logo. I need the shirt. I need the hat. Yeah. We'll Um, get the merch for sure. It's just, it's, it's so classic. Like it reminds me of silver shamrock from season of the witch. That's like, it's the conglomerate with evil behind it. I'm getting silver shamrock vibes. And the cool thing is too, is that's going to be in the area with the, um, uh, tribute, tribute store, store too, yep. so they can tie that into it. Like I, you're right. I mean, I'm going to spend hundreds of dollars in merch just on that stuff. Yeah, because I'm going to want a, a, a cup or a glass with the with the logo a little on. Sweets I want a ben. t-shirt. I want a bag of candy. I want, yeah, I want all of it. Um, so I, again, that's why I said like this one and Scarecrow are kind of like yeah either interchangeable one. for me because I feel like this is where we're going to start getting into future events with more in-depth, more involved scare zones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I really feel like that. And I and I think that the scare actors are going to benefit from it, too. Like, I feel like... You can have more fun with it. ...scare actor, and they're like, oh, you're going to be in scare zone, whatever. And before, you'd be like, oh, I'm a scare zone scare actor. Like, that's cool, but, like... I want to be in a house. I want to be yeah. in a house. Like, I want to actually scare people. And, yes, you'll get the occasional person who's doing it for attention, and she's running away screaming. Yeah. We know those people. But... I feel like as a scare actor, I can imagine that being in a scare zone is not as fun. Yeah. I, I can only imagine. I feel like it's, you know, like you want to get called up to the big leagues. Right. You, exactly. You feel unless, like a minor league Unless player. you're like something iconic. You know, like if you're Pumpkin Lord. Well, yeah, right. So, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm talking more of just the general characters that the very yeah. around. Yep. Right. If you're like, if you're Pumpkin Lord, then obviously you've got to, I mean, that's like Jack. Like it's becoming mm-hmm. at the point where like, if you get to play that character, yeah. that's a big deal. That's huge. Yeah. So, like, because you actually have to be able to act at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you do. I'm hoping they give like a live mic and it's not yeah, dubbed audio. I think so. I, yeah. I, I think they're gonna give them a mic. I, I would. I would imagine. So. Yeah. You've had long enough to prep for it. Yeah. You right. should be able to. Right. So your number two. So my number two is is um, nightmare fuel. Ah. Uh, the hell is it called? Uh, sorry, Halloween nightmare fuel wildfire. Okay. Um, it's not my number one, and. Obviously, now you all know what my number one is, and I'll get into why that's going to be my number one. But Nightmare Fuel, I'm excited. Uh, I think that, again, the first show last year completely blew away my expectations. It was not hyped at all for me. It was the last was on my list, I think, last year. Super not hyped about it at all because the name sounded so corny. Yeah. And so... Like, Generic, oh. just... It's like oh my god, like nightmare fuel. Like it just yeah, like, like right. I said before, it sounds like a bad, <laughs> sounds like a, a bad Metallica cover band. Yep. Um, but when we actually sat down and watched the show, completely blown away. I think the first time I walked in, and I heard the 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 My Chemical Romance. Song, yeah, this, was that like, was like the last song sold, before the show like, starts. Totally sold. Um, this is gonna be awesome. So, I am really hyped for the new for the new uh, for the new show. I just don't think that it is. Enough hype to take over the scares on the yeah. floor. No, I feel That's yeah. basically it. So then your number one is... And then my number one is... Uh, Horrors of Halloween. Ah! Um, this From is my number one hype out of, out of these seven things. My biggest hype thing... I mean, I'm probably more hyped for this than, than a couple houses. Really? Okay, that's uh, big. If we were to combine all of these, this would probably be in the top half compared to the houses. Because... 
I, I this is what I'm talking about when I say scare zones need to give me something to want to come back to. Yeah. I really feel like I'm going to walk in and you're just going to get that, like you said, that feeling of classic Halloween. Mm-hmm. I was a kid. I remember trick or treating. I remember pumpkins. I remember I remember all this, all the stuff you remember about Halloween, like as a child. Is yeah. that timeless feeling? We're gonna get with the scare zone, yeah. and then combine that with my all time favorite character of all, of all time, <laughs> Pumpkin Lord. Yep. Already, I know that it's too soon, but that's fine. Hey, it's I just until it gets dethroned. What's cool is that again, like I said before, with the houses, you have no time to appreciate anything, even if you take waited a, an hour to see Pumpkin Lord for. Right. For 18, a second, for eight you, seconds, and like I think the second time I did that, we did the house. Like he wasn't even he was he had swapped out. It was doing a, so yeah. He was coming back in as we were walking through, so I didn't really get a chance to really see him. Um, now that he's out in the open in a scare zone, and I'm not being forced to, I can sit there and moving, watch, bask in his glory, and I can take a picture with him. I can really like embrace the character. Yeah, um, that's what's super exciting for me. I think that between the environment, the vibe that it's going to give off. And him, I think just that that in general is going to be, it's just going to make this potentially the best scare zone in the last five years. And I haven't even done yeah. the last five up, up, <laughs> yeah. five events. Plus, the other thing too is, not going to lie to you, the last two events, that front scare zone has not been good. No, it's 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 tough because I feel like it works so well this year. Um, because that's so, that zone is generally the entrance. So they the try setup, to right. they try to set that zone as like the preview for the event to show you everything they have. So when it's like last year, when it's like a, a big anniversary year, they're like, oh, you know, there's a character, throw them in there. There's a cool character from the past, throw them in there. Right. And it doesn't really cohesively feel other other than the fact that it's just all miscellaneous best of thrown in there. Um, I did love an arcade. Um 29 but i know i don't think you i don't think you or many others were as high on it excite me because but at the end of the day it was just arcade machines it was a bunch of dudes in in glow sticks yeah and lasers like and again like i thought that like the theme of it was cool but there was so much more they could have done yeah to me there was so many more things you could do with that than just put lasers smoke a fog and then some fake arcade machine boards And that that just it just bored me, and I and I get that I think that it was to really kind of just like this is the entrance to keep people moving. We don't mm-hmm. want people to stop. So I think the one downside to this one is it's going to be so good that people are yeah, going to stop. They might that, have to push you through this one they, too. They may have to push you through this one just because people are going to want to stop to talk to Pumpkin Lord, or mm-hmm. Pumpkin Lord, or whatever. And, yeah, and even last year too, they had the big like you know thirty years, thirty fears thing, right. and it didn't quite match the aesthetic of the other stuff that was in there. Right. So I get it, but then. On the flip side, when it works, it really works. An event like this that's heavily Halloween influenced, and the Pumpkin Lord has taken over the event. Yeah, it lines up well, just, perfectly well to right. have him there. And I'm just imagining a, a huge jack lantern, like a big, yeah, big pumpkin, him yeah. and a big him and his big pumpkin. This I, I they're just gonna take from the house. I say I, I would imagine that, or maybe they have him roaming. You know, because I think because that was probably I'm guessing him being born out of that pumpkin. So maybe the pumpkin's there this is true. as a... It would be cool if they had him on stilts. Yeah. Um, and you could have him, like, rotate in, and, and, like, you could have him sit at the pumpkin top. But, like, you could have the big pumpkin there as a set piece, um, and he could be in it or not. But if you set up, like, stilts with, like, the vines running down exactly. him and stuff like that, yeah, like, yeah. he, like, detached himself, I think that would be really cool. Um, so on to my number one, 
this made a complete flip from last year's yeah, hype list. From different. from worst to first, baby. Halloween nightmare fuel. I can't wait. A lot of the same um, fuel girls are have posted that they are back um, when they dropped the Halloween um, Horror Nights announcement. They too went out and started dropping some of their stuff. So a lot of I don't know if a lot of, but a handful of the dancers and firework um, fireworkers are back for this year's event, along with other um, fuel girls that are part of what looks to be that like show company or, or what have you. Um, so I'm very excited to see what they pull out on this one. Um, it was funny too. We had um, someone had sent us a message on Instagram, and I forget the name right now, but this was before they dropped the announcement, mm-hmm. and I think she was like. Uh, you'll never guess what I heard last night while I was out like walking my dog. I, was, I guess she lives or is around Universal somewhere, but they were playing the like Ready or Not song. Oh, I think really? it was. So they were testing the audio for the show. Oh. So I was like, ooh, I like those tidbits. <laughs> I like that a lot. So it's, I'm excited. I, I know that it's hard to meet expectations um, from last year. You know, I went in and maybe I had so much fun with it because my expectations were so low and they were just blown out of the water. And and I and I don't think I have like unrealistic expectations, even though I have it ranked as number one. Um, but I just want to see more of the same. You know, they don't have to go. It doesn't have to be like twice the fuel, twice the fire, twice the nightmare. But yeah, as long I, as it's just the same thing, you know, throw some new songs, just a different story, same people. Like I'm in. I don't. You know, the magic tricks, the the explosions, the music, the aerial artists. You know, maybe they get a a one or two different acts that'll um kind of separate it a little bit but doesn't necessarily you know need to be there um i'm in i'm excited i will be checking this out the first night i maybe i can get into the first showing depending on the time of it um but i will definitely be there uh the first night because it was just something really special last year i went to the i caught the final showing of the event last year and it was just it was special. They they did such an amazing job. Uh, the entire crowd there seemed to be return guests. Um, so it wasn't just people obviously like, oh, this is a cool show. Maybe there was a couple in there that was like first timers. But um, I think the crowd was just so into it. It left me with such an impression that they're, I hope they are going to be a beloved cornerstone in this event for a handful of years to come because the show aspect is fun. And when they do it right, it can be done really well. Um, you know, hot take. I'd rather have this than Bill and Ted at this point, because it that had really run its course. It was it was fun, um, and I'm sure some of the old Bill and Ted people are going to come after me for that. I should put that on the hot takes episode. Um, and it's not to say I don't like the show, but it did run its course, and it is fun to get some fresh, you know, fuel, no pun intended, into the event. And this is just a fun way to do it. Um. So yeah, do you want? I'll run through my list seven to one, and you can run through yours. We'll have any closing remarks, and we'll uh, we'll gear up for next week's or ooh, not next week's episode, tomorrow's episode. Um, so starting at seven, um, I had Ghoulish Halloween Tale. Six was Conjure the Dark. Five Graveyard Deadly Unrest. Four Horrors of Halloween. Three Scarecrow Cursed Soil. Two Sweet Revenge. And one Halloween Nightmare Fuel Wildfire. Yep, and my list was, again, seven was Ghoulish, uh, six was Graveyard Deadly Unrest, uh, five was Conjure the Dark, four was Sweet Revenge, three was Scarecrow Cursed Soil, 
Two was Halloween Nightmare Fuel Wildfire. <laughs> Wildfire. And one is Horrors of Halloween. That wraps it up for today. Less Ooh. than 24 hours, we'll be walking in the fog, enjoying these items. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, you guys will be enjoying it in 24 hours. We have to wait another like week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, man, we're talking about this like, oh, we can't wait tomorrow night. But yeah. then the reality is like, it's actually, really, like, we're recording this like, fairly like, early. A week and a half away. But either way. Point is, is that by the time you're listening to this, we'll also be pumped up, getting ready yep. for the 24 hours. We'll be hyped up. So, until next time, tomorrow, tomorrow we will be back with our hype list for houses, 10 through 1. And tomorrow we will Bound be to make some people angry. stepping into the fog. So, until Bound. next time, tomorrow, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. Happy Nightmare Fuels. And again, I would just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.